Coming up on TMS, bring me the soul of Olivia Munn. Terry Bradshaw's tight end. Kathy Bates makes me want pancakes. It's like the beginning of Entertainment Tonight. Lockjaw from Tetris. Bring it, Wikipedia guy. No shirt, no slippers, no house shoes, no mask, no beekeeper suit. Naked villagers and talking turnips. Skin fishing and the hole of misery. Ugh. Ancient Mayan buttholes. Frog pants versus AARP. Battle at 4 p.m. Psychic should have seen it coming. I assume they pooped, but not all the time. The governmental pickle. Bill from Punished Poops. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. What are you doing? I'm buying bread. You're in the right place. This is a good bakery. Have you ever bought bread here before? Yes, I have. Sorry for the delay. The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Morning Stream. It's TMS, May 26th. Uh, What year is it? 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. What year? uh, You know... If there's anything that sums up what's going on right now more than that, I can't think of what it is. What year is it? What year? What day? What month? What are we? Who are we? What is this? Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, We're here, though. We got it going on. It's uh, May 26th. Well, there's something big happening today. Oh, uh, uh, that game nerd stuff, but that Minecraft Dungeons Mm. thing comes out today. I want to try that. That's cool. Also, HBO Max comes out, uh, maybe launches at midnight. I know it... I know it starts on the 27th, but it may start at midnight tonight. I saw a preview of the, they've got a new Looney Tunes series they're doing for that. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard about that. It, um, I can't tell how I feel about it. I think it looks okay. Hmm. I don't know. You know, that's dangerous territory. It's like, how do you compete with the Chuck Jones originals? How do you mess with those, those old Schlesinger mm-hmm. days, man? Like, that mm-hmm. stuff's like so yeah. iconic. It's classic. So yeah. You try to redo it in a modern time and... Either you gotta go weird and stylistic in a way that like Disney did with those those new um, the new Mickey Mouse things. Those are pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you gotta yeah. go straight like the old ones and try to duplicate it. I don't. I just think it's hard. I don't know how you. It's do hard it. to do either one, right? Because if you make any mistakes trying to emulate the original, you'll get called out worse than if you just tried to modernize it. Yeah, you're just asking for crap. You're gonna ask for heat, and and it's not just gonna come from kids. Who this might be aimed at? It's oh, going to no. come from yeah, uh, no, legions of adults who grew up with this that's, stuff. That's who it's going to come from. Kids will probably because they don't know the the old stuff as well as we do. They'll be like, "Yeah, all right, this is okay." Just yeah. you know. now, well, I, I maybe you may not know this. I don't know this, but should I be able to just turn that on and then suddenly everything I was getting on HBO will just be over there? Right. A really good question. Right? Do we do we use our existing HBO Go or HBO Now apps? Or is there going to be a new app? There probably is going to be a new app. A whole new app, as far as I know. I think that part. Yeah. We know, I think that part's been confirmed. But the part I don't know of is like, will all that content just shift over along with everything new they're going to do? Oh, plus I think all... so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all the HBO stuff that you were getting before, will definitely be in the new, Interesting. The new thing. It's weird to be yeah. like I'm right in the smack in the middle of that that uh, Mark Ruffalo show thing miniseries deal. Right. And I know be, this to be true. This I know is true. What is it called? I know this much is true. There you go. I know this much is true. I mess it up every time, so it took you doing it twice for me to remember. Sure <laughs> um, um, anyway. By the way, I know that was a recommendal last week or a couple weeks ago. 
Um, last the other thing you've recommended recently, which was Solar Opposites, I just finished last night. Actually, just finished this morning. And uh, good on, good on you, man. That was such a good recommendation. <laughs> it's a fun, stupid, quick watch. It really is. Yeah, that's great. And I love how you're not expecting there to be so much depth in the storyline of the wall people. Yeah. But the. <laughs> that one episode is insane, right? Like it's that, the craziest. It's totally thing. insane. And I, I love I love how as you're watching that episode, you look in the background <laughs> where you can see into the house and, yeah. and and stuff is going on. Yeah, Yumulak and freaking I forgot the sister's name. Jesse. Jesse yeah. standing around doing stuff. I love that Jesse's a a, a deity inside there because she's the only one that ever right. does anything nice for him. Like then the way the twi- the way they twist the end, which you saw coming a mile away anyway, but it just plays on so many movie tropes, and I just love that. <laughs> it totally does, yeah. And it took it so the word isn't seriously because it's not serious. No, but it no. took it. It it said, you know what? If we're gonna do this, we're gonna go hard. We're gonna mm-hmm. go all the way on this episode so that it looks like every ounce of production and effort and voice work and and animation and all the work we usually do really went into this even though it's this dumb side story about tiny people in the in a wall it's a, it's right. amazing and you I and, and i'm pretty sure you said that alfred molina that you knew alfred molina was the duke oh yeah yeah yeah. he's great in that. um and you knew uh christine hendrix was the uh benihana lady oh yeah oh yeah she's okay. great in that. all right i can't surprise you with anything here surprise i'll uh, surprise me with who played no i know who they all are <laughs> you know i couldn't figure i couldn't figure out who um Terry was for the longest time. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's a dude you weren't from, a big you weren't a big Silicon Valley watcher though. I right? just haven't. I've only watched in a single episode, and I keep meaning to get back to it. But it's the main dude that's trying to sell his it's company. The main the dude, middle ditch, man, yeah. middle ditch. Who you ditch. might know from everybody hating him at BlizzCon for no reason. Oh, that's that guy. Yeah, I thought at BlizzCon it was the other dude from Silicon Valley that was also the f- best friend in Deadpool. I thought it was him. Oh yeah, no, uh, right. I know you're talking about um, the what? guy who, who sounds like Jason Lee, but looks like. Um... Yes. <laughs> Every time he says a word, I go. T.J. Miller. I go. Oh, Jason Lee's in this. No, it's yeah, not. It's T.J. Miller. T.J. Yeah. Miller. Yeah. Okay. And apparently he's real hard to work with or something. So I, in my head, I thought, oh, well, that's that's because he, he was the BlizzCon guy. Is the reason he got so much heat is because of that. But see, I didn't go to that. I was in the middle of the interviews and stuff, so I missed that whole. Bit. I didn't realize it was the Middle Ditch dude. It no was idea. Thomas Middle Ditch, yeah. Oh, well, he's doing just fine without BlizzCon. He's fine. He's doing just fine. And uh, Bobby Franks mentions the Middle Ditch and Schwartz thing on Netflix, the comedy thing. It's a really, really funny improv deal. I've only watched uh, um, most of one episode, but they're really, really quick witted or quick, you know, yeah, quick witted. Just not a good really, call really... for uh, video game uh, conference weekend stuff i guess not although i thought he was fine i mean he he's got his shtick and it's it is this kind of nervous but awkward but but genuine kind of Mm. performance this genuine kind of guy and um i thought he was funny uh uh the little bits of the the blizzcon stuff i I didn't see it live yeah but um heard about it afterwards and then watched some of it on the on the replay boy people ate his Ate his lunch there though. If, uh, if they it, did, but they, they did. do that. That's what we do. They gamers did it with Jay Moore. They did that with uh, gamers are mean. Hardwick. Will, they yeah, really are. Even yeah. Will Wheaton got just torn over the coals that day. I just, I don't yeah. want. I never want. The, I, not that I'd ever be up for that job, but I'd never want that job because they just get treated like garbage. Like it doesn't matter who they pick or who they have up there. I'm trying to think who they'd have up there. 
that could escape the fire. And I can't think of anyone like you to be a to be a knowledgeable enough Blizzard gamer and be up there means you're not going to be entertaining. I hate to say it, it would have to be somebody like Olivia Munn because uh, angry oh. nerds are less. They would eat her. Party. They would eat her soul. I don't think she would make it. I don't oh, think it really? would happen. <laughs> I think she. I think she would just be, get destroyed. Not because she deserves it, but because yeah, no, of course not. Gamers are no. sometimes giant. D-I-C-K's. Which is funny because they're usually the ones that in you know in in high school and junior high were the ones who got picked on us nerds. We were the ones who got you know, and then we turn around and treat people like that when they come and host our conventions. I know it's just not fair. It's not fair. It's not cool. We've forgotten where we came from. We forgot the we forgot the what do you call it the the, the gauntlet we were sent through when we were mm-hmm. younger. You know, getting ourselves right. paddled to death by. The, the rude things that people would say to us. But now, look at us now. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the man now, dog? <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So uh, I was going to say one final thing about that. Oh, oh, oh but just back to the this uh, HBO uh, thing. Oh, yeah. Um, HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in particular, this show, uh, this this much, I, or, uh, I know this much is true. I know true. this much is true. Uh-huh. There was a new one put out last, well, Sunday. I watched it yesterday. Man, I am telling you right now, it will be a crime against all entertainment history if he is not nominated and given an award for everything that's possible to get an award for <laughs> moving forward in the drama category. It is, yeah, yeah, it is. He is mind-bogglingly good, and so is everybody in this cast. Like whoever, whoever the showrunner, director, dude is, he needs mm-hmm. all the praise he can get. Like it is unbelievably powerful stuff and man ruffalo's good like i previous to this i would have said oh yeah i like mark ruffalo like in lots of stuff he's great and he's good in serious Uh stuff he's good in mcu he's good in you know a couple of rom-coms i kind of halfway tolerate like i like mark ruffalo generally speaking but this is new level stuff just unbelievable and it's not there's no oscar contention here dice tomato it's a t it's a mini series on hbo so it'd have to be like emmy stuff and golden globes and things like that but man brian i'm telling you when you get around to it you are going to be blown you're going to it's going to blow your socks off unbelievable it is, uh, stuff. it's on the list so so good gosh dang it it's yeah. good just it's just yeah. the art it's like art of acting <laughs> taken to some new level and then there's this dude i don't know his name he plays a younger version of him they have these flashbacks in college Mm-hmm. of him and his brother mm-hmm. i don't know who this guy is but he a makes he's a ringer for a young mark Ruff, ruffalo does he play the both brothers he does well? yeah uh-huh. and he and he plays them perfectly he also sounds like ruffalo has all the emotives of him without doing an, he's not doing an impression of him he just seems like a young version of mark ruffalo in the 70s or late 60s uh it's just i don't know man freaking over oh. the top best thing i've seen since unbelievable last year which this is about as strong as i felt about that yeah unbelievable yeah i remember you talking about uh what's her face from unbelievable and how good she was there's a little bit of a connection to my um recommendal tomorrow i again have two recommendals and i think i'm going to just shoehorn both recommendals in one of them was a carryover that we didn't use last week but oh good i wanted to hear what that was so that's totally fine yeah that sounds good um anyway both of them there you go that'll be uh wednesday here on tms I had a dream last night, and I'd like I to... I had a dream last night. No, sorry, not last night. It was a bunch of nights ago. In fact, I saved it from Thursday night. Right. 
because yeah because you were saying on on friday i've got a thing that i'm not even going to talk about until tuesday on yeah. tms yeah because we knew we weren't gonna have a regular show until tuesday i didn't want to give it just to the pm crowd so i'm gonna need people's help here on determining what happened here so okay in this dream uh you know dreams sometimes you're just in a position that you just all the assumptions are made like what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing doesn't right what you're doing there's nothing unusual unusual about what you're currently doing in a dream right exactly and there's no yeah. setup there's no need for that i just know where i'm at and what i'm doing in this case, I had a, a big fishing pole, and I was heading out into a vast, empty, kind of desert. You know how, like, the Night Rider intro, which is the salt flats out here, but it's kind of dark or dusk, and it's very eerie. It's just a, like a lake of salt, and then darkness up against the mountains, and then a little bit of light behind them. Imagine that kind of scene. That's what my dream looks like. And I'm trucking out to the middle of this vast, open salty landscape wasteland and in the middle of it is a is a big hole when i say big this hole's probably oh i don't know 10 feet in diameter 15 feet maybe big round hole all right get up to the hole got my fishing pole it is in the dream it's obvious that i'm supposed to be fishing it in this hole and for some mm -hmm. reason i'm fishing for Academy Award-winning actress Kathy Bates. <laughs> so Kathy Bates is down at the bottom of this hole that's probably 50 feet deep, 15 feet wide, 50 feet deep. But I can see her. Cold water? Okay. No, no, no. She's in there just standing in an empty thing. No water. Nothing. Gotcha. Okay. And so it's more like a, uh, like that, like that game with the fish whose mouth open and closed, and you're trying to drop the little plastic thing in there that. Um, that you're trying to catch him with, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, oh, oh! I see. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, a little what circular, is that called? That's like called a little round table, and the as they as they go around the fish, yeah. open and close their mouths, but yeah. there's no water or anything. What's that called? That's called something. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. Well, anyway, and maybe her name has something to do with it. Last name Bates. Bait. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, possible. What kind My, of Bates do you use for Kathy Bates? Well, see, that's the trick. Is uh. When I when I was when I got to the edge, she's like, "All right, I'm ready." She says, and I say, "And for those who don't know Kathy Bates, as I assume you do, but like fried green tomatoes and misery, and you know, sure. a whole bunch of stuff." She was All, every every American horror story uh, in the last uh, five seasons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's great. There's nothing wrong with Kathy Bates. Everyone mm -hmm. loves Kathy Bates. Uh, anyway, except so, for that one hot tub scene, and as good as it gets. Oh gosh, I know, right? I know. I oh man, that made me want pancakes. <laughs> anyway. So she's down in this pit. She's down in this pit going, okay, I'm ready. And I just knew intuitively to reach into my pocket. And out of my pocket, I pulled what I think in the dream, at least this is what I thought they were, were sort of semi-soggy, pliable croutons. <laughs> like you put on a salad, you know? Yeah. Except they but were kind of wet. But not like crunchy? They no. Were <laughs> they were like gooey and wet so I could hook them. So I could get them on the hook. And it was just, I just remember them being soft so that it would go on the hook easy. And I cast it down there, whizz, and Kathy Bates uh, flopped around a little bit, tried to get it, and then said, okay, I got it, like that. Uh -huh. And I started, whizz, 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 and I pull up what I thought would be Kathy Bates, but when I pulled it up, it was just the outer skin of Kathy Bates. <laughs> so Kathy Bates, and I looked down to the hole, and there's a, Kathy Bates is in there still, 
and she's still looking up at me, but she looks like that Mr. Goodbody guy with like all the muscles on the outside. Right, he can still. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, wow. Like uh, what's another? Oh, that Simpsons episode where they tear their skin off in the in the dance uh, sequence for one of the Halloween episodes. It's kind of like that. All the all the yeah. insides are on the outside, and and on the end of this hook is hanging this like Kathy Bates skin suit shell uh-huh. yeah and it's hanging kind of loose but i can see where the eye holes are and a little face and everything and so in the dream <laughs> i put on the suit i put on the kathy bates and it's way- i'm the kathy bates now <laughs> and it's way too big for me so it looks all floppy and loose and like i'm wearing it on my head and it's like drooping down and you know the my mouth's up where the nose holes are i mean it's kind of gross but in the dream it didn't seem that gross and yeah. so I wore that. I put all that in. I put my croutons back in my pocket. I threw my uh, my pole over my shoulder, turned around, and I walked the back the other way I came from and left, you know, muscles on the outside, Kathy Bates in her hole and just took her skin with me. And then I woke up. That wow. was the, that was the dream. No idea um, what to make of any of that. I don't know what to make of it. It's good to know that uh, we won't need to find an email for Wendy Dunford to read this week uh, for Therapy Thursday. I mean, I think we've I, got, we just we've got it. I could ask her to try to try to. I don't know. She's not much of a dream weaver or a dream uh, yeah. the word, but interpreter, yeah. interpreter. But uh, I don't know what that uh, is. And I don't take. I didn't. Okay, so here's the other thing. Just a couple of quick notes. I didn't take anything before bed. No Benadryl. No ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. No like you know I didn't, nothing. I didn't eat late. Uh, I didn't eat anything weird that day. Um, what else? Thursday, I didn't have any. I didn't have any like uh, exper- experiences that were like tragic or weird in the day or shocking that I had to like work right. out in the night. And I also saw nothing with Kathy Bates in it. Probably for a couple of years, I just I haven't seen anything. I think the last time is Kim was watching a uh, that horrible McConaughey movie. Uh, Failure to launch. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Is uh, Kathy Bates in that one? She was the mom. Okay. And uh, she was married to uh, who's the quarterback? Works for Fox News now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bradshaw, Sports. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw was in and showed his bum in that. Showed his bum. Right. You'd think that would how be how much that that affected you. Yeah, exactly. You'd think that would be the nightmare. It would be something to do with Terry Bradshaw's butt, but it didn't. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with him. It was her. It was a ways off. I don't remember anything else about it. I like her. She's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know what happened. So anyway, I'll leave it to the audience to see if you guys can figure it out and then send me an email and break it down. What do you think's going on with that? You know, the only thing that it that it uh, brings to mind is not even an interpretation or translation of your dream. It's more a little memory that, oh, my grandfather used to uh, catch crawfish at uh, Washington Park Lake using pieces of soggy crouton. Oh, like he'd, oh yeah, it could be that, like, right? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it could be, and in, in the, in the Kathy Bates reference could just be a glimpse I caught on a website, like... Like, uh, oh, I've on, I'm on Reddit, and I, there's an and article. And you saw Kathy Bates, yeah. And it was only but, uh, enough. But people enough. brought up, you know, catfishing is what you were doing, basically. You were... Catfishing. <laughs> catfishing? Well, I don't get it. Kathy Bates, cat, cat being oh, a shortened... Oh, cat being uh, shortened for Kathy. Got it. Yes. Got yes. it. Sometimes I forget that short for Kathy. It can be. Yeah. yeah I know a couple and of Kathy cats. Kathy already is short for Catherine. That's true. Uh, but I'll never and understand. Catherine is already short for Katharina. I'll never understand why John is swappable for Jack, or Jack is swappable for John. What that's a that's a weird one. Yeah, I don't um, get it. Or or Richard you know what? Or Richard Ro- and Dick was a weird one. Yeah, too. Richard, Dick, uh, Bob, Robert, and, Bobby, and Robert. Yeah. yeah, I get the. There's an ob in there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, what happened? There's, how, man. how do you get from Robert to Rob to Bob? Yeah, how do you do that? That sounds like a tell us that uh, free hotel room. Yeah, is he in here today? Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Oh, Claire Gex says that uh, Jack is French for John. Oh, like, is that where it came from? Jacques. Jacques is the Jack of France. Oh. No, Jacques is the John of France. Okay. So when Jack Chan, when Jack Jack Can, Jack Hannity, what am I trying to say? Jack Kennedy. Or John Kennedy would be referred to as Jack sometimes. Mm-hmm. That was because it was had a John. All right, that's fine. If the French, they ruin everything, man. They ruin yeah. everything. They really do. Jeez. They really, really, really do. A uh, reminder that you, the listening audience, can always send us emails on anything about my dream or whatever. Um, we even take bad ones like this. I'm going to yeah. re- read this to you. This is from somebody named John. Perhaps I could call him Jack. Um. His message Won't matter is now. <laughs> yeah. His message is stop supporting your Patreon and your show shit UE Oh, he he just left the he spaced yeah, the he I. Yeah, he split the idiotic. He put the the I with the UE. Yeah, idiotic. so it says UE. So it's you idiotic fear-mongering F-wits, he says. Nice. Nice. Uh then yesterday, so I got this at the, about the same time that somebody hacked my Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Uh which is I saved this. I want you to hear what this Wikipedia know, article says. This. It yeah. says here, uh, Scott Blaine Johnson, born July 17th, 1969, is an American cartoonist, illustrator, designer, and podcaster. He lives in South Jordan, Utah with his wife and three children. Actually, they don't live here anymore, but all right. In 2008, Scott Johnson launched Frog Pants Studios. And then, now we insert the edit. Mm-hmm. In 2020, Scott Johnson uses his page to create fear and discord through the elderly population that subscribe to subscribed to his show scott is well known for spreading false information misleading claims and for infringing on copyright material for use in his artwork comma llc an illustration and audio production company i literally (laughs) literally just inserted it in there now someone does not know how to use uh, wikipedia right now it immediately got fixed and it took it took no time at all it's no big deal and i don't even care it's like the dumbest stupidest troll ever but uh i just wanted to use this as as an example of two things one you can always email us uh john of course did not use a real email address when he emailed me yeah i know i know i know it kind of goes with his mo of not really you know actually wanting to, to confront me or talk to me just just wants to you know Shout just to wants the to avoid. Just wants to yell fire and then run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, I'll, not only am I willing to read these things, but also just so people like John know, if you reach out and want to talk to me directly, there are like fifty ways to do that, and I am totally open to it. Like I have no problem if you want to. You want to mm-hmm. send me an email and, and just say, "Hey, I don't like this thing you said." Or I, I disagree I, with your your perspective on the elderly. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> and I would be happy to talk to talk to you and hear you out and even admit uh, if I've goofed up or said something in, in, inaccurate or whatever. I'd be happy to admit it. I'm always happy to do that. Um, do we so, know, do do we know what um, what he's talking about as far as like the elderly spreading fear? I mean, among I, the I assume that's a I assume that's a just a dig at people who listen to the show, which is not the elderly. I mean, we have, no, we have maybe one or two people who might be in that range, Gary and like one other. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't even call Gary elderly. He's senior. He's, yeah. he's not. Yeah. But it says Scott, first of all, I don't know what he means by page, but it says Scott in 2020, Scott Johnson uses his page. And I assume he means like a web page, not like a I dude I, I send page. around to get me yeah. lunch and stuff uh, to create fear and discord through the elderly population 
that which I'm that that which subscribed I'm, to his show. He used that that so to that yeah so. probably probably talking about how we you know uh, are concerned about the elderly who might be more at uh, a disadvantage when it comes to the coronavirus and. Oh, is that all it would take to set a guy off? Is to say we think Might that uh, I yeah. hope I hope some of the older folks out there will be careful during all this and Whoa! Weird. triggered. Weird, Scott. That's geez. a that's a weird thing to be triggered by. <laughs> that's like saying uh, I, that's like saying, yeah. hey, everybody in front of me, all those who who are not wearing uh, Kevlar vests, uh, you might want to be careful because this gun's about to go off. <laughs> and then being triggered by the idea that the people with the Kevlar might be in a better position of taking a bullet than the people who aren't. I, I don't know why you would right. know that. I don't know. I, yeah, that's all I could think of. So anyway, uh, it's all fear among the elderly. It's such bad grammar in English. It's almost looked like I wrote it. And so well done. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> John, uh, whoever you right. are, I doubt that's your real name. Uh, I, you know, seriously, even now, even at this stage, you could still email me and I'd talk to you. Because I don't. Don't you have to create a login on Wikipedia to be able to make edits like that, and then oh, you yeah. can look and see who's what login created made those changes? Not or was it logins so much as you can spoof it and be just an IP address. And there is an IP oh, address, but okay. it's all spoofed out. Like none of it's. Yeah, I'm sure none of all it's right. real. But also, I guess reverting it takes nothing if you're a a mm. regular. Uh, I forget, I can't remember who did it. So, oh, I think it was Bri uh, Bryce from. Um, hmm. Or no, was it Bryce? Night Attack? Yeah, maybe it was Bryce from Nighttime. Somebody, somebody who does regular stuff over there just went over there and reverted it in like thirty seconds, so it was like no big deal. And it's kind of it's kind of hard to do much on Wikipedia without it just being fixed right away. Like it's just not a big deal. That's part of the whole thing. But anyway, my whole point is, uh, while Brian and I are busy scaring old people, mm -hmm. which uh, is what we're that's yeah. all we're doing. I I don't know about you, but I started this show in twenty eleven to scare old people, uh, and so yeah. Well, that's the whole reason we do what we do, and it's finally out. We can finally talk about it openly. Yeah, I feel like I don't Plus, have to hide not it to mention anymore. the fact that Drenched Wildfire um, also mentioned that you and I look like we're representing the angel, uh, basically angels and devils today, because oh, yeah. you're wearing a white shirt with white headphones. I've got a red shirt with red headphones. <laughs> you should Somebody should Photoshop us on someone's shoulders. That's a good idea. <laughs> I like right. that. Yes. I like that a lot. Anyway, if we're scaring all, oh, I wait. Uh, I have an old that person. That how we're scaring the elderly. Is there we're you go. Making them, yeah, we're we're making it uh, look like they're really close to to going one way or the other. Uh, I'm told. <laughs> I'm told by the control room we have an old person on the line who would like to tell us. Uh, oh, good. So here you go. Thanks. Let's see what they have to say. Yes, you're on the air. <laughs> oh, they really are scared. Oh no, you frightened them. Wow. wow. All right. Well, it's, this is uh, clearly going to take some more scrutiny. Mission accomplished although now you've said it <laughs> Scrutiny. there it is had to get it out all right there you go. uh there's that and what else so and that's uh that by the way you can email me anytime the morning stream at gmail.com uh, you got a problem with brian's uh red shirt or my white one let mm -hmm. us know mm -hmm. like to talk about I'd it i'd love to hear about it maybe my red shirt scares the elderly maybe they've seen a, a lot red color yeah and they've seen a lot of star trek they know what happens to red shirts mm -hmm. Exactly. So, Brian, yes. I have a, uh, a treat here for us. Um, I'm I actually going to show this to this chat room. Jeff Munn put this together. He basically took one of our slow, drunk-sounding conversations and yes, animated the it. TMS smush ups. Yep, smush ups. And this is amazing. Um, <laughs> I want a whole series I don't of know these. Why my nose is so pointy? And why is my head so big? Look at the two of us. Well, you have a big head, dude. Yeah, I but mean, like that? That's not. I don't have it that much bigger than yours, do I? 
I look like a Neanderthal there. <laughs> but anyway, here's uh let's let's play some of this. I think this okay. I think the volume on it is pretty good, so let's see how this goes. Drunk TMS, it's called. Animated by Jeff Munn. Special thanks, Scott Johnson, no Brian, Jimmy to Brown. Olivia. Yeah, exactly. There's a hair growing out of the chicken. Not a hair on the chicken. An actual chicken hair. A chicken oh, hair, right. With a root, and it was a lot of, like, thick and, and stiff coming out of the side of this wing. Or was a leg, I don't know which. I was, uh, of course, repulsed immediately. It was disgusting. I immediately got on the internet, looked it up, tried to find some kind of confirmation, and sure enough, chickens grow some hair. It's like a mole. You should look So, Mike's up. There's no auto run in your chicken. <laughs> oh, there's auto runs, though. In my chicken. Oh, my God. That's so gross. You think chickens have moles? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they are susceptible to uh, melanomas like that. No, no pun intended, but that's fine. <laughs> See what I did? Did you hear that? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it's so good, dude. Oh my gosh! Do more this of those. So, it is so well done. Yeah. Do more of those, please. Uh, he said he probably will do more. Oh. Anyway, <clears throat> that made my face hurt. All right, well done. Thank you very much for that. Nice work. Now, this. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. Time for the news. Brought to you by. Oh, don't be upset, man. Uh, brought to you by Soundography, soundography.com. This week, Hammond and I delved into the entire library of The Runaways. Yeah, 70s uh, uh, rock group, classic rock group, uh, just happened to be all women. And folks like Joan Jett, Lita Ford, Sherry Currie, and Jackie Fox all came from that band. Um, find out who didn't make it into that band, who left before the first album was released, that's somebody you've heard of. And uh, what we thought of their entire library, um, one of the first albums I ever owned was Queens of Noise by The Runaways. Nice. And I've played, I've played trivia with one of The Runaways quite Lita, a lot. Lita Ford. No. Uh, well, you'll have to find out oh. uh, by listening to that episode. All right. I have a picture uh, with my arm around one of The Runaways from one of those trivia things I did in Vegas. Did, uh, um, did they ever get in any kind of legal trouble? Or did Marvel ever get any kind of legal trouble by trying to do the Runaways? I guess you can't really copyright a thing like that, or can no, you? okay, no. no big deal. How was that show? No, was a different the, thing. Was that Hulu show it's, good? It's good. It was a Hulu show, and it was pretty good. I feel like I want to. Yeah, check it's that out. it was better than. Well, I mean, all right, it's it's basically in humans way down here, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, all the Netflix stuff I would put up here. Even Iron Fist, screw you all. Yeah. And uh, and the then between fan. that, you've got 
Agents of Shield, Cloak and Dagger, and um, and the Runways. Yeah, uh, your devotion to to being okay with. Uh, I'm totally okay. I, I really did enjoy Iron Fist. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know what. It's easy for us to all hate on a thing. I liked. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, but I am 100 mm-hmm. percent cool with Brian. Not only liking it, but to me, it cements your your uh, reputation as a true Marvel fan. So, yeah, yeah, take that world, take that world. Oh yeah, Legion actually, Free Rangers. You you bring up a very good point. Legion, then the Netflix shows, then all those other ones that I mentioned, and then way down here, Inhumans. Mm. And and Humans should have been so much better. It had yeah. Anson Mount. It had um, the dude from Lost. Uh, the little skeevy guy from uh, Game of Thrones and the Misfits. Yes, uh, yeah. I mean, it had such a great, such a great cast, such great potential. But the first thing they do, and like one of the first episodes is, let's take away all of the Inhumans' powers, right, and right. put them on Earth. It's like, oh, you know, the chat room has a good point. When Magus has a good point, I need to play this when when Brian likes a thing that I don't, or or the other way around. <laughs> yes, um, I can definitely see why you like it. See. That's what that was made for. That was made Allura for Allura for real. It had freaking Lockjaw. It had Lockjaw from the comics, like a teleporting dog. That's actually the closest thing that they got right to the comics. And, um, yeah. Do you yeah. ever know anybody personally who's had actual Lockjaw? You ever actual had... Lockjaw? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's bad. I had an aunt who had Lockjaw. It was bad. Mm. And I want to say it came from, like, rabies or something. Something weird like that. Oh, geez. Really? Yeah, got bit by a dog or something like that. I can't remember what the deal was. Maybe it was a tick. I don't remember. Something like that. Really? Yeah. Lockjaw's okay. gnarly. You don't want it. Turns out. Rabies or Lyme disease or something like that. Yeah. Could have been Lyme. Lyme. Tetanus. Nickel deposit says also comes from tetanus. Uh, Rusty Nelson. Matuba says tetanus. Tetanus. Tetris. Tetanus. Tetris. Need the long piece. Need the long piece. All right. Here's a here's one of my favorite headlines of the last week. This is a great headline. World famous psychic. Forced, and this is a real dude. World famous psychic, psychic John Edward. You've heard of him before. Oh not, yeah, not John Edwards, uh, defamed presidential candidate from however many decades ago. Uh, John Edward, singular, has been forced to postpone his upcoming tour of Australia and cancel the entire thing due to unforeseen circumstances. Oh no! Who could have seen this coming? Let's see. Mm, psychic. Uh, is it? Uh, hmm. It's gonna. Does your does the reason you're canceling? Is there a J? Is there a J? Well, there's a J. No, I'm seeing a J. I'm seeing an M. Is there an M involved with the reason you're canceling? No. Maybe is there a a C? A C. C. Oh, a C. Okay, C. Okay, write that down. Yeah. O. Oh, is there O in there? Okay. His method of psychic involvement is the same as that pricing game on the Price Is Right, where you have to guess the price of the love seat in order to win it. Yeah. 100, 200, 300, 300, 350, 350, 375, 370. Yeah, I see I see some sadness. Oh, my dog just died. Oh, that yeah, was oh, it then. That must yeah, be it, yeah. It. Someone in your life at one point died. Yeah. Wow. Whoa, <laughs> what? How did you know that? Who died? My grandpa like eight years ago. How did you know? You, you got here today in some sort of vehicle I'm seeing. I'm seeing a vehicle of some sort. With with wheels has wheels is uh, how I'm imagining it. A car? Wait, I have a car. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing a color. It's uh, it's red. No, no, blue. No, I'm looking at their face while they do it. Silver. Yeah, right. it is silver. Right, exactly. They need meatloaf in the audience, like finding out secrets about people, so that he can uh, 
wire them to John Edwards' head. I don't know if there's anything I hate worse than this particular scam. Because, well, there are some I hate worse, but we won't get into it. But this particular scam Mm -hmm. is just so on-the-face obvious. Like, I've never seen anybody, Kreskin or any of those people, they come on TV and they do a thing, and I'm like, all right, well, that guy was a plant, so show me another one. Okay, that was you just guessing around a bunch of words. Like, it just sucks. It sucks. Uh Uh-oh, I'm going to scare the old people, Daniel J. Newman says. Okay, we're moving on. We're going to scare the old people. He's saying that psychics aren't real. I'm frightened, (laughs) both frightened and triggered right now. I'm going to send a sternly hacked Wikipedia page. And now they're imitating old people. (laughs) Our prime constituency. All right. Uh, world famous psychic had to cancel because he couldn't see it. Uh, according to him, this is his actual words. It was due to unforeseen circumstances surrounding the outbreak. According to the press release sent out in February, John has helped thousands with his uncanny ability to predict future events and will be touring Australia uh, both in March and September this year. However, Edwards was forced to cancel this March promotional tour shortly after the announcement. And to the end of the tour has now been pushed back to November, pending further notice, all due to obvious circumstances around the coronavirus. Uh, the news has come to no surprise to his Australian fans given its current restrictions and outdoor gatherings. Uh, major earner, let's see, major earners, the Melbourne, blah, 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 um, skip that. Don't care about that. That's something else. Anyway. Uh, yeah, he couldn't tell because he's a psychic who couldn't yes. tell. Unforeseen. I love, just love the, you know, they had so much fun writing that headline, like unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the, the chemtrails were uh, in the air or something like that. Or what other f- dumb flat earth thing can I think of? <laughs> Let's get your well, email. Well, flat earth is a good one. You know what I want to do? Honestly. Sure. <laughs> this is so bad, Brian. Yesterday, right. Kim and I are in the car. We ran some stuff to Nick, who's in Draper, which is close to us. We went to Draper, dropped sure. some off, stuff off to Nick. He's working there in the store by himself because he, you know, no, no foot traffic in the store he works in. But he's there to do pickup, curb stuff, and all that. So we go to take his thing. And then we come home. And as we pull into the roundabout that we live near, a red car pulled in behind us and then stuck so close to us that I swear, I swear to you they were half an inch, like a postage stamp away from us the whole time. I'm like, why are they hugging us like this? And they were just staring at us kind of mean-like. And we can't went all the way around this thing. Kim took a turn that she normally doesn't take. They're following us and they're staying this close. We go around another turn, place we normally don't go to get to our house, still this close to us. Finally, as we pull into our final place where we go to take a quick jaunt over to the driveway, that's mm-hmm. where they turn off. But as they do, they look at us like this. They just kind of stare us down as they drive by. <laughs> and so we still don't know what that was about. Like maybe really? <clears throat> maybe he thought was it, Kim was cut it him Jim off. Jensen? <laughs> no, it wasn't Jim Jensen. Although, happy birthday, Jim Jensen. I beat a bloke. Happy birthday today. It's happy birthday. birthday, Jim. Yeah. Glad you brought that up. I was I meant to put that in the notes. But anyway, so uh, we don't know what it was. But when Kim's like, what was that guy doing? And I and I, the more we were just ruminating on what was the problem, like, did she cut him off? Was there something we didn't see? Uh-huh. Like, all this. I just wanted to fight the guy. Like, uh-huh. I just wanted... I wanted him to keep following us. You're you're a little on edge right now. I am. I mean, there was the, there was the guy last week you wanted to fight. I mean, maybe maybe. Uh, I need to get it out somehow, and I don't could know how you, to get it could out. Could you look on Craigslist? I know you know you can't talk about Fight Club, but can you post about Fight Club on Craigslist <laughs> and say Salt Lake City Fight Club? 
Don't talk about it, but uh, here's what it's going to well, be. Well, it's the second rule. First rule, don't talk about Fight Club. Second rule, post. You can post about Fight Club. Post That's on, it's okay rule. to post on. Yeah, Craig. it's not a problem. Yeah. But I just, <laughs> if that guy would have pulled over, I was ready. I was ready, dude. I was wow. ready to go wow. down. I was ready to yell and say words I don't say and freaking scare the hell out of whoever that was going to be. I wasn't, I'd prefer not have to have it go to fisticuffs, as the as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I was ready. <laughs> I was so mad. And I don't yeah. know what that is. That's a weird instinct. It's a weird thing to feel, you know? But I did. I wanted to I was just, sure. I'm just so sick of dumb people right now. I'm so sick of like like ah, oh, it's just I oh, and 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 I say all this and maybe he would have pulled up and it would have been fine. But well, I don't think so. I was, ste- I was seething. Just ready to pop. <laughs> ready to go. So anyway, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to be careful with stuff like that. I know you, you know do, these, you do, uh, because especially if you get like in a road rage situation, I can't be, no I can't be doing this. Yeah, exactly. You don't need no wackadoos, Scott. No wackadoos. Who knows what some guy's got in his glove box? Mm-hmm. It ain't gloves. Could be a wackadoo. Could be a wackadoo. Hit me in the face with a wackadoo. I've only, <laughs> I've only ever swung a single punch in my entire life and hurt somebody, and it was in junior high, and it was that kid that copied my artwork and got a grade on it before I could turn mine in. And I was so mad. He was already a turd. I was, I was, I don't know, eighth grade. I was so mad. I just clocked him as hard as I could without even thinking. And I broke my pinky and a little bone popped out. You can still see the scar where the bone popped out of my pinky. Jeez. Yeah, a little wow. white scar. Scott's bone claws origin story. Yep. A little bit of, a <laughs> little bit of Wolverine. <laughs> and then the kid broke his nose or I broke his nose and I got suspended for a week for all of this. But that's the only real hard wow. fight I've ever been in. Never looked for one. Never wanted one. And that's the same with this car. I don't want one. I'm all about, hey, car behind me. Hope everything's okay. You're doing all right. But when they start getting aggressive, right now anyway, i just ready to pop. I don't know what the deal is. It's not good. Mm-hmm. It's not a healthy way mm-hmm. to be. So I got to work on that. Or else I got to just get in a fight and get it over with. And I don't you know might who. have to do that. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be somebody who wants to fight. Just punch somebody right in their non-mask wearing face. Yeah. I don't know who it would be. Just somebody who's like looking. There's got to be somebody else out there looking for a fight. No weapons. Uh, no right. no uh, lethal damage on the rolls. Sure. <laughs> just, sure. Uh, just uh, you know, let's just go. Safe word. Tap out. What's What else? Uh, what are the other fight club uh, rules? Uh, I forget. No, no shirts. No shoes. No service. Uh I guess so. Uh, like maybe some gloves. Gloves are fine. I'll wear gloves. Doesn't have to be oh, knuckles. I, you, I don't think you can. Oh, you mean like um, boxing gloves, yeah. or you mean like wearing? No, like boxing gloves, like uh, fingerless leather gloves. We can even have it moderated. Have somebody in the middle going ready to rumble, and then we fight, and then you can pull me out if I'm hitting too hard, or the other guy's cheating, or hitting below the belt, or I mean, make an actual match out of it. I just need oh, some. Be careful, because Wikipedia guy might be taking you up on this. <laughs> That'd be fine. That guy, I'm ready anytime, Wikipedia guy. <laughs> Bring it, Wikipedia guy. And what's great is if he if he hears this, it means he just couldn't just couldn't resist listening to see if we. I think so. Yeah. I did download the um, speaking roughly speaking of the you know slight tangent. Mm. Uh, downloaded the boxing game on Quest, but uh, downloaded it before like late last night. So I'm gonna play it today and try to box. Oh, VR, which one? The uh, oh, box VR is very good. You'll like yeah. it. Yeah. It's sweaty. It's sweaty as hell. I picked up, basically, I picked up the whole Ascent. There's a thing called, there was a, a Quest Essentials. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had all of the 
it had uh, a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't have already. I mean, everything was something I didn't have, and it was discounted because of the Quest one-year anniversary. So Arizona Sunshine, which is the zombie thing, Job Simulator, Space Pirate Trainer, Box VR, and Racket. Ooh, uh, Space Racket Pirate X. Trainer is excellent, although... That's one I remember you recommending, but not on VR, right? You um, recommended it on... No, no, no. It's only... As far as I know, it's only VR, but it's... Uh, it's only VR, okay. But it's... Uh, it, what I was going to say is it's it's it may seem simple at first because it really you're just shooting down increasingly more difficult waves of enemies, but the way mm-hmm. it does it, it just feels really good. It feels like a, a great cool. one of those. It would not be a fun game on just a flat screen in front of you, like you'd get tired of that. Mm-hmm. But in VR, for some reason... That it, it ratchets it up. It's pretty good. Oh, this looks like exactly what I want. Oh, and you've got a shield that you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. looks like my jam. Yeah, Dead Polymer says very polished. I would say that is true. It feels like a, a really well thought out one of those. It's very good. cool. And I'm looking forward to trying. Uh, even though you know it's uh, maybe tired of the whole zombie genre, but looking forward to doing uh, Arizona Sunshine, which does not sound like a a VR zombie game. It sounds like. <clears throat> one of the flavors of Mountain Dew you can get. Yeah, Arizona Sh- Sunshine, limited time only, 7-Eleven. Get in there and get it. It's the Slurpee, the Slurpee that won't be here after a week. So get your Arizona Sunshine. <laughs> exactly. All right. A anyway, ma- a man right. has been accused of urinating in a Walmart twice. Man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Who? What are these people doing? What's going on? We need to lower our expectations for humanity. I think. Bowling Green man has been cited again for not leaving a store when asked to do so. He urinated in one of them on Monday, according to Bowling Green police. Uh, this is in the UK, I assume, right? Bowling Green? No, no, Bowling no. Bowling no. Green it's, is uh, North Carolina. No, not North Carolina. What is it? It's uh, crap. Where is this? Ah, I'm pulling it up. Someone I'm pulling it up because I'm not 100. Wisconsin, oh. Michigan. Kentucky. Everybody's guessing states. That Alabama. doesn't help us at all. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Kentucky, Kentucky, Bowling Green, Kentucky. It is Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky confirmed. All right, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Kentucky. We've got we got Michigan, Wisconsin, Maryland, Alabama, Ohio. Yeah, like we're just having fun with states today. Show me <laughs> Texas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is 3:21 p.m. Officers were called to a Walmart. Um, Let's see. Uh, Cole, this guy named Cole, re-entered the store yelling at an employee who tried to stop him. Said he had to use the restroom. When police arrived at the second time, he was cited for criminal trespass. Earlier Monday, he received a second trespass citation uh, of the year at Kroger. So just up the road there at a Kroger. Police yeah, responded right there. Yeah. Don't go pee in the Kroger. Yeah, don't pee in the Kroger. Uh, but yeah, who pees in a Walmart? Don't answer that question. I don't want to know. Yeah. More yeah, exactly. than I'd like to know. Actually, this is Bowling Green, Ohio. Oh, (laughs) uh, it is the Bowling Green Sentinel Tribune in Bowling Green, Ohio. There is a Bowling Green. It's funny. It's a funny name. You think there wouldn't be multiple Bowling Greens in uh, um, in the U.S. because it's not a very common name. But yeah, this is uh, Bowling Green, Ohio. I grew up near a Bowling Green Lane or road or something, but never a never a city or a suburb. And I never and I don't think I ever installed there. I think. uh, no, they Where didn't have, have the honor. They didn't have, been, they didn't have the great honor of having you there. I installed in all of the C's in Dayton in Ohio. Installed mm-hmm. at the Cincinnati Enquirer, the uh, Cleveland uh, Plain Dealer. No, mm-hmm. not Cleveland Plain Dealer. Cleveland Cleveland Plain Dealer. Is that right? Cleveland Plain Dealer? Plain Dealer. I think that's the name of the uh, 
Cleveland Plain Dealer. Um, <laughs> Canton Repository, which is an even worse name than yeah. the Cleveland Plain Dealer. And the Dayton Daily News. Nice. Did all those installations. Never did uh, the Sentinel Tribune in Bowling Green. Well, there's always tomorrow. There's always, no, there's probably not. Probably not, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bill will be here talking about making stuff in the world of making things, and also Justin Robert Young. We're going to talk about where, oh, where will the, will the Republican National Convention be held in August, or if at all in August. Uh, that's coming right up shortly. Before that, though, a musical break brought to you by Brian Ibbett. Yeah, Jeremy Neal, uh, courtesy of Remote Control Records. Big thanks to Remote Control for sending me this. Um, has a brand new album called We Were Trying to Make It, and uh, just released an acoustic version of one of the songs on that album called Time. But uh, that's not the one we're going to. We're going to go to the first single that he released from the album, which I think rocks even harder. This thing is great, and this is so much fun. The song is called Tried and True, Raise the Roof, in parentheses. Again, the performer is Jeremy Neal from the brand new album, We Were Trying to Make It Out. Here's Jeremy Neal. Time has passed you by without notice. I've seen the news and paid for the adverts, and my presents not meant for you. I don't like confrontation or yelling fights. I'd rather composure. Don't liken my contempt to ambition. It's time I spend my days with you. Raise the roof if you dig in the side.
are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who makes a brighter day. So let's start giving. I'm I'm all for naughty men slipping about. The Morning Stream, because knowing is half the battle. All right, we're back, everybody. We're back. Just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know what I really enjoyed this last weekend? Tell me. Or sorry, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday was Monday. <laughs> it was part three-day weekend. It still counts. Still counts. I guess it still part counts. Weekend. Time is weird right now. Um, yeah. I really, really enjoyed that Fibbage 3. Oh, that was such a blast. Yeah, it's a great version of that game. It makes me want to play it more. Really it looked like there were so many things on that um, Jackbox uh, collection that you bought that we want to, we got to get to. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't wait for the next play date because we have a whole new set of yeah crap to torment the listeners with. Yeah, so. we bought it right then. Against all odds, Twitch's freaking payment system was down. Like we were having the mm-hmm. hardest time getting there. Not mm-hmm. Twitch, uh, Steam. But it worked out in the end. Now this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill, all the way from uh, sunny, wonderful, beautiful uh, Seattle, Washington, or parts thereof. Uh, he is Bill Duran of PunishProps.com fame, and he's here today, as usual, on a Tuesday. Bill, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, God, I'm excited. I had an uh, awkward interaction with people in public as well that I'd like to tell you about. Oh, tell me all about it. Did you want to fight them too? Or was Did you throw down? Yeah, did you throw no, down? I, didn't, I didn't throw down. Uh, uh, this was like two months ago. So, uh, and, and we, we haven't been going out very much. So we went out to do some banking and everyone's a little nervous, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ATM is the only place to go bank. And there were two drive up ATMs and one of them was broken. Mm. There's one remaining ATM and there's a line of cars waiting for the thing. Right. Yeah. So I get in line and I wait 10 minutes. Didn't take that long. Got up to the front. Now it's my turn. I've been patient and I'm going through my thing and I have two accounts. I have a business account and a personal account. So halfway through doing my business, I take my card out and put another card in. Okay. And a guy about five cars back yells as loud as as he can out his open window. Oh, come on. (laughs) Like, see, that would have have been it. That would have set me off. That would have been done. (laughs) So here's what I did. I'm actually very proud of myself because... I'm never in situations like this. I don't know how I'm going to react. Mm-hmm. I just turned and yelled, really? <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah, pretty good. good. That's yeah, pretty good. Right, good. Yeah. I mm. said, right now, really? This is what we're doing? Yeah. Uh, and then I yelled. I said, you know, and I, I did this more for the benefit of the other cars. I said, you know, we're all in this together. Yeah. And I just yelled that as loud as I could. And then I continued doing my work. And he st- he kept grumbling, right? You got to uh, do it like a southerner. You got to yell, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. We're living in the society here. Yeah. The- so he, he keeps grumbling the whole time. I I finished up my business. And then I, I grabbed all my stuff. And on the way out, again, I yelled just as loud as I could. I hope your day improves. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I left. Nice. So you what the hell else are you going to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. A nice exactly. little... Gonna, yeah. Like, did he expect that uh, you were going to get out of line? Like, finish up know. one card business, drive all the way around the bank, get back in line to do another another transaction? Lame. Right. Yeah. 
what do you Whatever. expect, my, exactly. my man? Yeah, you so, were yeah. you handled it the way you should have. I would have been. Oh, it's a good thing it wasn't <laughs> yesterday, or I'd be I don't know in cuffs or something. And I gotta I gotta find an outlet. And you know what? I can't. It's not video games. Those I already play those, and those don't do it for me. Like mm-hmm. I need some kind of. If nothing else, they've taught me how to fight. That's right. <laughs> so I need to like yell into a pillow or something. You know, right? Like just get a punching bag. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I got actually we just put sand in the base of this one. I got one now. Maybe yeah, that's the trick. It. Is just go hit it. And not, I don't even mean punch it. Like use a chair. Just yeah. smash a chair over it. <laughs> just beat the living schmear out of it. All right. Now, yeah. now you're giving me ideas. There you go. Uh, as always, Bill gives me good ideas that I end up not doing, like that clump of clay over there that it still needs to be worked on. But don't worry, I'm getting to it. I'm going to make get clay. I'm making something out of that. I swear it's happening. Uh, Bill Duran, of course, uh, uh, punish props time. Let's talk about what's going on in the world of making stuff. Uh, what'd you bring today? More photography. Mm. I've been doing a lot more of that now that I'm housebound. Uh, we put up a hummingbird feeder a couple of weeks ago mm. and I don't want to brag, but it is a pretty popular mm. among the neighborhood birds, neighborhood, uh, hummingbirds. Yeah. Uh, and I, I work out of the living room most of the time, and I can see the hummingbird feeder all day. So I've been seeing these delightful little little helicopter birds coming and going all day long. And, of course, I was like, well, I need to take good pictures of them. Sure. So I grabbed my, my uh, good camera, and uh, I have some specific shots I want to get. So the birds are, are chilling, eating, right? They stay in one spot for a while. So I'm getting really uh, – I'm trying to challenge myself, right? I want to get a really good shot of just the bird's head, <laughs> not wh- not while it's guzzling food, right? Right. I don't want the bird feeder in the shot. I want just the bird's head, and I want the eye to be in really good focus. Yeah. Uh, so I've been shooting with my macro lens, which lets me get really, really close to the bird and get a really, really close shot, but the depth of field is razor thin. Mm. So it's a real challenge, um, and I've got plenty of time, so it's been a really cool thing to just... Every time I see a bird show up, I'll I'll go try and take a photo. Do you have a camera that can that can capture the wing in in place and like not be a blur? Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all, all of that depends on a lot of different factors. So for this one, the birds will be sitting, so their their wings aren't out. Uh, and also, uh, there's a squirrel out there. I'm looking at the bird the bird feeder right now, and I see a squirrel. I'm like, get away from that feeder! Yeah, <laughs> not for the, you. Yeah, they don't understand. That's for birds, not for squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm not trying to get them when they're in the air. Yeah. Um, that would be probably even more difficult. So I'm trying to get them when they're landed, and when they go to get a drink, and then they pick their head up right then when this head is just perfectly still. Try oh, and snap it. I don't I think like they that. ever landed. Like. I- they, like yeah, they just hovered at the bird feeder like for a while. Some of them then, will, yeah. Really? Some of them okay. are. The, some of them, it's kind of cool because we've. Uh, I've never had time to notice their behavior day after day. Last summer we weren't in the house all day, so I was like, "Ooh, hummingbirds!" But now I'm noticing their behavior, and they're getting more and more comfortable coming up to the feeder, which is cool, and and sitting on it and hanging out and just just guzzling tons of tons of water juice. Yeah. Uh, unless the hopped up on up. that sugar water. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And pooping. They poop all the time. I didn't know this. <laughs> really? I mean, I assume <laughs> I they poop, but I didn't know they pooped all the time. Like a bird will sit there guzzling for like, let's say, 30 seconds. And in that 30 second span, he'll poop twice. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just in one and out the other. Wow. All right, no, I got, no, birds I got in general. A picture of it yesterday. Birds in general. I don't even think they have a way to hold it. I think they no, just no, no. go. They just go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah jackasses so so anyway i've been trying to get this difficult ish shot and i got a couple of decent ones but uh but it's just gonna be a little bit of luck uh because 
it's hard to focus quickly. It's hard. To, I can't frame. Uh, I'm actually shooting with the camera on a tripod, and I'm across the room controlling the the camera with my phone, yeah. which is super convenient. Right. Uh, but I can't move the tripod, so if the framing is off, I'm kind of it's just like that. So. Then you gotta get up and walk no. over there and uh. scare the bird away. <laughs> Man, that's rough. Uh, anyway, the timer's it's... even worse because, like, all right, now sit still. You gotta wait for the flashing red light. Oh, oh you blinked. You yeah. blinked. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I did. I think I got a shot. The bird, hummingbirds do everything a hundred times faster than us, but I do think I got a shot of a hummingbird blinking. Oh, that's or at cool. least video. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Yes. I oh, and, s- and the pooping I got on video too. Do you? So. Yeah. Do you have uh, I, where anywhere are these posted yet? I want to see how these are turning out. Uh. I, I, maybe I'll post more on, on Twitter. I, I just threw a couple on my personal Facebook page yesterday, I think. But oh, nice. That's the thing, and the shots aren't like I'm not. I haven't got the shot I want yet, so I'm I'm hesitant to post. Like I want, <clears throat> I want the perfect shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah. I, I and when you. I get that perfect shot, it will be all over the internet. That's and the for sure. world will know the name Bill Duran will echo through the <laughs> town. <laughs> Although uh, I may just quit because I got that picture of the bo- the bird, it's a huge poop. I think by hummingbird standards, like he really. So he, he was. Had a lot to he say. had a lot to offer the world that day. I understand. Oh yeah, here it is. I, I found will, the one. Was that? I just found the one you took where he's sitting on the edge there. It's cute. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll definitely post the pooping photo on on Twitter this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at him. That is a massive poo. Yeah, there you go. Holy okay, Moses! I need to find this link. Is it on your Twitter? Is that the deal? It's a uh, Facebook. Uh, I'll Facebook. Po- I'll post yeah. it on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. I've been taking pictures of tiny, tiny birds. Now I've got to see this. Yeah, pooping, <laughs> pooping birds with Bill Duran. Poopingprops.com is the new domain. Check it out. <laughs> Punished poops. Uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, you know, there's a parallel to what you're doing with what's something my sister always tells me about, which is this being in the moment stuff, especially during a time of great stress like we're all having now. And this uh, maybe would calm me down and not make me want to fight the guy in the car behind me. Um, but just oh, yeah. notice stuff and go, oh, birds. That's cool. Birds. I wonder if I could get some shots of these birds and like take mm-hmm. time to like focus on it and look at it and really think about it, not just... Oh, birds. Okay. Anyway, next thing. Okay, next thing. Next yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, I have a tendency only, to next thing everything to death, and this is this is good. Right for that, you gotta. You know, it, it's tricky because the, the shot I wanted isn't easy, and you have to pay attention. Yeah. Um, getting the focus just right is a matter of fractions of a millimeter. So there's a lot of trial and error, and there's a lot of patience involved. Right. Uh, and that's good, I think. Yeah. I think uh, so another too. another hobby of very very much considered getting into uh is bonsai trees again it's a lot it's very meditative it's like hey make a few changes and then we wait a week and see how it looks mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, something else maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll dip my toe into that world if i'm home for much longer and i'll report back that's not a bad idea i've, I've always wanted to mess with those and i don't know the first thing about even getting started with the bonsai tree all everything i know about bonsai ever trees since you that, saw karate kid yeah right? yes, I was gonna say. absolutely it's all Miyagi knowledge. I don't know have have any actual experience with that sort of thing. But my wife, she's a big plant curator. She loves that kind of crap. Um, today she was repotting a plant because it had outgrown its previous pot. And I'm like, you do that? That's a thing you do? Mm-hmm. It grows out of its current pot and then you got to move it? Like, what is that even about? What is this? That's why I buy plastic plants. That's what I do. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, this <laughs> is I, great. 
Yeah. What if I started a whole new Instagram account that was like Bill's uh, bonsai trees, uh, but they were all very clearly fake trees. I mean, like I would, I would follow it. <laughs> I would follow you. But your... I make them look really good. But I never mentioned that they're plastic. No, no, no. You could. Well, then you'd be like the rest of Instagram. Nobody admits anything looks bad on Instagram. That's right. That's right. Yeah, everything's plastic on Instagram. <laughs> Take that, Kardashian people. I oh. uh, got him. All right. Uh, hey, any uh, bonus linkage for today before we go? I do. I have a video from my buddy Jimmy DeResta. It's a scrap wood keepsake box. Uh, Jimmy and a bunch of his buddies have got together to do a fun challenge. Basically, make something really cool with scrap wood. Uh, so he took a ton of tiny little pieces of really nice hardwood and made a really cool pattern for this uh, keepsake box. Mm-hmm. And this so, is scrap wood, uh, like just stuff from other projects? Um, yeah, leftovers. Okay. Right. It's all good stuff, but it's like the end of a piece of wood because you needed it to be two inches shorter. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that's great because I always wonder what you, well, like my brother-in-law, Steve, who's always working on stuff, he's got a lot of scrap wood and I never know, you know, you never know what to do with it all. So this is, this mm-hmm. is great and good so for Jimmy the environment. Did, did something and then uh, some of his buddies did similar projects. So if you want a rabbit hole, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I just, some people, my dad, when he, my dad did a lot of woodwork stuff when I was younger and he would just burn it. <laughs> he would no. make, he'd make, he'd use it as firewood. And so we were like burning like plywood and, um, never particle board because that like glue in it and stuff. And it would kill you if you breathe that in. Or Formaldehyde. Or, yeah. Nice. So we never did any of that, but, but yeah, like he would always just say, well, we can't use this for anything. Let's have a fire. And he'd make a fire in the backyard. To each his own. Uh, all right. Well, that's awesome. Go check that out. That is, of course, Duresta Scrapwood. Or, sorry, Jimmy Duresta is who you're looking for. Jimmy That'd be Duresta. cool if his name was uh, Duresta Scrapwood. That's even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I make everything with scrapwood. This box is amazing, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the stage where he's basically the whole thing is just covered with glue. So he's yeah. going to have to just sand the crap out of the top of this until he gets to the second strata yeah. of wood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got a whole layer of glue to deal with there. Uh, impressive as always Bill Duran everybody PunishedProps.com Chinbeard on Twitter Take it easy We'll see you next time Alrighty Later Bye now See ya Alright He's great when I text him the night before he is, He's always mm-hmm. ready to go He's like yep I'm good Cool And he's been coming up with stuff that you know That uh, since he can't get to the office Or doesn't go in to do props mm-hmm. Yeah uh, Was cracking up because he had some photos just after the hummingbird shots on his Facebook page. Mm. There's a uh, a picture of a bunny. Uh, Looks at first like it's stretching and yawning, but really it's just retching in the grass. Retching and retching and yawning instead. Retching, retching, not stretching, but retching. Got it. Nailed it. All right, now this. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Join us in welcoming, welcoming, welcoming to the show, Mr. Justin Robert Young, all the way from Oakland, California. Justin, welcome to the show. How the heck are you? Oh, yeah. What's going on, oh, baby? Oh, look at you. You're like, a, yo, yo. you're like a wrestling ringside announcer suddenly. You're sounding all excited and <laughs> ready to roll. I take it that means you're having a good day. Well, you know, it's just getting started, but uh, uh, so far so good. That's, we're, we're doing we're doing what we can. Yeah, out here. you're making it making it work. Uh, California is doing relative well, still stay at home situation. I thought they, I thought they were lifting a bunch. Can't you up. can't you go get like massages and stuff now or something? Or what's the deal? Hell no! Oh. <laughs> I can't do can't do nothing. Been we've been under lockdown for longer than anybody, yeah. and we still can't do jack. Yeah, but you flatten that curve, son. In fact, in fact, we uh, we've been 
tighter lately mm. because uh, mm. here in Oakland, we have this nice little area, this nice little lake, and uh, the mayor has been very concerned about how many people are by the lake. And so the put cops there over the weekend mm. and started towing cars that were parked around there. So, wow. uh, yeah, we are, I mean, some point within the next 15 years, maybe we can get a hamburger. Oh, all right. Sweet. <laughs> well, you can go get one rather than having it brought to you is what you're saying. You can get a hamburger, not we could take. sit down at a place <laughs> yeah. for a ham a hamburger place. You know, they used to have these things called restaurants, Scott. Yeah, and, no, uh, I remember those. those you know, great. you you yeah, used to be able to sit down and eat a thing and then leave. No more. Those were uh myths, myths and legends told by our forefathers. Well we uh yeah. in Colorado they're they're doing the dining thing. Restaurants can now open their dining rooms starting tomorrow if they follow the six foot distance everybody wears a mask the you know all that stuff um, yeah 50 percent capacity or no more than 50 people in the restaurant or whatever um they're going to give you really really sharp knives so that you can cut your food into slivers and slide them into oh, the side sideways. behind your mask oh i was yeah. going to ask how they were going to i thought rectally yeah. maybe rectally <laughs> yeah, very, sort of like a coin through the sure the everything everything is going to be very thinly sliced salami <laughs> and you're just gonna slide it up your chin yep. and into your mouth yep and for the rest of your life you just have a little zit trail from here to here can't just, wait yeah, yes it's exactly. gonna be fantastic uh so here they've done some of that same lifting but uh depends on the the uh the county you're in and that sort of thing obviously but um there is a taco place that opened their outdoor seating they still have the same yeah. you know, distance rules and all of that we are thinking about braving that thing this weekend. We're thinking about it. I do it. I mean, if, if you look at some of what we what we're learning more and more is uh, outdoor transmission is not nearly as likely as uh, indoor transmission. So mm. I I would personally, even if everything opened up tomorrow, I'd probably lean toward eating outdoors, outdoor stuff. I mean, obviously it's easier in the summer when you'd kind of want to do it anyway. But yeah. uh, uh. I think you know if you socially distance uh, and and you're outdoors. I think, you know, considering the fact that this isn't, no one's going to flip a switch within the next few months, and this thing is going to go away. Uh, we're all living with a best case scenario. That seems like the best case scenario to me, but I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a leader here. So right. Well, I don't know. You're a, you're a leader among men, or something. Something to that effect. I'm, I'm certainly a guy in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> guy in an apartment. It's the best 90 sitcom that never got made. So let me ask you this. Um, politically speaking, the big talk lately, uh, if you suss through all the other talk, is what is going to happen with the conventions, both Democratic uh, and RNC stuff? Like, where are they going to do yeah. them? What's the plan? And the thing making the most noise right now is the uh, current threat by the administration to move uh, the RNC to somewhere else other than, is it Charlotte, North Carolina? Is where it's supposed to Charlotte, be? Charlotte, woo, North Carolina. There yeah. we go. Uh, and uh, it, for, for now, I'm going to forget about the part where a lot of people think this is just a partisan thing because the governor is is a Democrat and they think this is just more of that. But forgetting about that, like actually any, any state with uh, harder lockdown measures, which are up to the governor, to lift or yeah. to uh, create more of. Um, sounds like it's going to be hard to do it there. 
if they do it there or if they do it anywhere, what are we actually talking about? Are we talking about tens of thousands of people at this thing? Or no? Well, that really is. There's still a lot of questions that have yet to be answered. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where we should start here. Uh, let's let's start with the with the specifics of what each party is going to do, and then we can go into kind of where uh, their strategies are. Okay. Number one, the Democrats have indicated they have opened the door to the idea of an all virtual convention. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is kind of controversial. Uh, specifically because you still do have an element of that party, the Democratic Party, that is not super in love with some of the leadership of the Democratic Party. And their scion, Bernie Sanders, has made it very clear from the moment he dropped out that the reason why he was playing ball was because he wanted a seat at the table to affect the platform. The platform is basically the rules that you have to agree on if you are running as a Democrat. Like, these are the basic ground rules. From as long as there have been political parties, okay. uh, there have been long, pedantic fights about the platform. All right, That's something that, that happens at conventions. So, if you make it a virtual convention... Now you are taking out some of the importance that goes into going there, some of the ease of debate that happens when you are uh, when you are all in the same room. You have the ability to mute mics and stuff like that. So that that's a controversial thing. But the Democrats have said this is a possibility. Mm. The Republicans on the other side have said, no, we are going to do a physical convention now what that physical convention is how many people will be there is a different story so that's our kind of ground rules as we get into this thing that happened with trump and the governor of north carolina Mm. the governor of north carolina is a democrat who's also facing re-election uh this november so he's in a bit of a pickle and i'm almost positive it's a he but somebody correct me it is a he uh, yeah. if, if it's a yeah okay yeah, totally um he's in a bit of a pickle because now either he agrees to let everything go on as planned mm. or he doesn't and that's what i think trump's threat is very much about is trump kind of making it very uncomfortable for the governor to think about well do i want to own if i'm the governor of north carolina Do I want to own the fact that all the business that was going to come here didn't come here? Uh, Is that something that I'm willing to do? Ultimately, I think a lot of this is fighting over uh, not not a lot. I don't think that the Republican National Convention is going to be a jam-packed, a basketball stadium, which is what Trump is essentially asking for. He's he's demanding that the governor, well, he is saying that that he will be upset if the governor puts any kind of restrictions on that wouldn't be on before. Oh, and so that would mean possibly them not being able to fill up that stadium uh, or arena if they wanted to. Uh, and and that is that is what it is. And when you're saying before, you mean before the pandemic or before 
like unrestricted in in the January of 2020 sense or unrestricted? Yeah, in, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That they would be able to do exactly what they would pre-pandemic. That they'd be able to do uh, exactly what they would be able to do. Now, if they decided that they didn't want to do a full arena, that's up to them. But they wouldn't be mandated. They would be uh, 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 boxed in by government regulations. Okay, I see how that goes. So, um, this so now there's there's rumblings that hey maybe this will end up at one of his resorts. Do you think that's even a remote possibility? No, that's dumb. Yeah, I agree. That won't happen, right? Because there, there was a, there was like a report about a week ago that said Trump, who by the way is a germaphobe. And that's something that I think we, we do need to kind of factor into all the conversations about Trump and the coronavirus is that that dude is a germaphobe, has been a famous germaphobe for a while, uh, at least publicly. So it's like, the the initial reporting was him saying, well, why can't we just do it at a ballroom in Mar-a-Lago? Although I don't know. I mean, it's one of those like unnamed sources say things. So right. uh, not just, it was made up out of whole cloth, but who knows in what context something like that was said. Right. So if he if he did do that, I don't understand why it would. Well, do they have I mean, the capacity at one of those places is is not what he's looking for. Right. No, it's going to be way smaller than the usual. Yeah, he uh, wants a big venues that they hold the DN or the RNC in. He wants a big, loud arena. I think wouldn't. I mean, I think well, everybody all right. Wants so, that. so, so that gets that gets into the kind of larger strategy that both parties have. The Democrats are betting that by late August we are in a similar place to where we are now, mm. and that we are all very terrified we are seeing regular daily death totals that would horrify us we are uh, being very careful and watching exactly every state's rise and fall in in new cases uh we are uh, reacting in horror when we see a bunch of ding-dongs in a pool next to each other right um the republicans are betting that this is thawing and by the time that august comes around some of the restrictions of the early summer will look like a thing of the path. And so if that's the case, then the Republicans want to be forward in saying, well, like, yep, we survived it. Let's all get together and celebrate where they feel the Democrats will be looked at as brutish and, and behind the times. Whereas the Democrats are betting that the Republicans are, uh, are, are going to be too forward as a folly and they will look dangerous and reckless in the eyes hmm. of America. This is such a flip, isn't it? I mean, just, just, just from a fundamental sort of right. perspective, yeah. like if you were saying this in the sixties, <laughs> you'd be describing opposite parties. Like you'd be saying it's the stodgy, it's the stodgy I mean, overly conservative conservatives that are It's the very definition of conservative and liberal. Yeah. Are getting are They're kind of being flipped. flipped. Yeah. Or, it's weird to me reversing their roles i mean it is odd it is an odd uh, i mean yeah uh, it's it's uh let's let's approach this conservatively by all gathering at the lake at the uh, pool at the lake of the ozarks and uh partying hard and then you got progressives going let's be very progressive about this and stay home and be careful you know like it's just a very (laughs) right i don't know it's just flipped the lid is flipped man it's weird but yeah uh well i mean i I, this is a a different thing right like like the illness is is its own weird vector like everything is kind of flipped at 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 this point like i i I don't even know 
really where the lines are uh, aside from fear yeah <laughs> everybody's scared and yeah. that manifests itself into everything else yeah and they they that's the other thing is like the, even the people that are like i want to party let's go they're they're some of this they're, they're doing out of out of fear of their loss of control other people are hiding maybe too much out of their fear and there's everybody in between but you're right the big motivator across the board oh is, that's why you're fear. getting the reactions that you get oh yeah yeah you know sure. it's it's uh it's crazy yeah. like it's just it's 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 uh, you, it's rare that we can all experience the same thing in fact if you want to get a sense of the kaleidoscope of how we all process emotions, then understand that we are all universally feeling some level of fear and then take a look at the world around us and see how different people process it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Some people want to face it. Some people want to wait for it to go away. Some people want to, uh, 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 you know, uh, tell people that they should be more fearful or they should be less fearful. Like this is, this is the kaleidoscope of emotions that go into it. Yeah. It's a weird time, man. Weird freaking time. Well, all right. So the DNC, what's their plan as of now? Like what 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 convention is happening and where? Or has that not been determined yet? Their uh, uh, convention is slated for Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. And uh, as of now, we don't know. I mean- Joe Biden literally just made his first public appearance in two months mm -hmm. yesterday yeah. to leave his house, get in a car and go a few minutes down the road, lay a wreath and then get back in the car. Right. That was uh, that was that was, you know, it, it counts. Right. The, the press was there and everybody got pictures. So uh, that that is what it is. But uh, I mean, that shows you the difference between how cavalier either of our two nominees are looking to be, yeah. you know, one has, uh, you know, famously gone out and, and, uh, not worn a mask in front of the press, at least apparently he's wearing a mask behind a mask. when there's no cameras. <laughs> right. Um, and then he comes out and he just holds up the mask. And it's a very good mask. I like this mask. It's, it's a great mask. It's an excellent mask. Yeah. One of the best masks. Best mask ever. <laughs> no, I've seen that. I, I was wondering about that because there's a bunch of like crappy phone photos of him wearing a mask. I'm like, why is he wearing these? And then it hit me. I went, oh, when no one's yeah. looking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he doesn't want to do them for photo ops. Right. And, and part of the reason is uh, he doesn't want to look like a guy in a mask as he was retweeting pictures of Joe Biden in a mask yesterday because he thinks that that looks stupid, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, that, uh, although Joe Biden was doing the aviators and mask combo, yeah. although I don't know if it looks better or worse than, than that. I mean, I, I would leave that up to our pandemic fashion yeah. experts. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, matched, they matched. So that, there's a plus. It right was, there. uh, to me, it just looked, like typical like that's just joe biden that's the joe biden that everybody was joking about toward the end of the obama presidency where he just was like this guy that would do you know like point natch in got a funny little wink in his eye and he's just getting out of a getting out of a car and throwing his scarf behind him like that that biden is what i felt like i was looking at there and i'm not really I'm, no judgment call just kind of had that that old like swaggery biden vibe to it for good or for ill uh 
Okay. Yeah, I, I, I guess, don't know why. You know, everybody know why. looks at things differently. It, it was probably <laughs> I, 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 uh, swagger wouldn't wouldn't be what I would determine. <laughs> what I would say to his gait as he as he fumbled his way into the SUV. But yeah, uh, no, it's the wrong term. I don't mean swagger because swagger literally speaks to his walk, and that's not what I mean. But it's probably mostly the aviators, like literally the aviators. Him and his wife oh, no. matching black he, masks. Like there was something about all that. He really, really, really leans hard into that as part of his branding. Mm -hmm. Like when you go to his events, he's got aviator, like cardboard aviators around the room. Mm -hmm. He really is into the idea that he wears aviators. Yeah, there's something about that he's he's into. And it just reminded me of like, I don't know, simpler times when Joe Biden was of little consequence. and <laughs> When Joe Biden was being politely asked by the president to not run for president. Yeah, yeah. Then, <laughs> back then. <laughs> Oh, those heady days. Anyway, well, all right. Uh, I feel like we've all learned a little something about uh, what to expect from the conventions anyway. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go if they have them. Mm. I'm going to go cover it. Yeah. Are you? You think uh, that's smart? People get angry at me. People have gotten angry at me in my chat for saying. That. Well, I'm. I wouldn't be angry at you, but I understand also you. You. You would be making a calculated risk of some of some calculation. I don't know what those calculus well, that calculus does it, is. Does the Charmander onesie block the spread of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd probably wear a mask. I would definitely. I mean, I would wear a. Yeah. I. I would. I would. I mean, then again, a mask doesn't protect for you. It right, the mask for is other protection people. for other people in case. Uh, but I would do it. I don't yeah. get why the mask. The mask thing is. <sighs> I get. I have a problem with the idea that we've kind of mixed a lot of our terms here. Mm. Like, when people say, "Like, oh, are you against social distancing?" It's like, well, no, I'm not against social distancing. I think we should stay a little further away from each other, and I'm for wearing a mask and everything. But it's like. I would also like to have some things open, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like right. I think that right. those can those can happen. I mean, in in an area that has a very, very, very low infection rate, like where I am, uh, you know, be nice. Like, but but, you know, you can't you know, I feel like whenever there's like, oh, I think we should open up a little bit. It's like, oh, you're against social distancing. No, 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 I'm. I'm for it. I yeah. think it's fine. I think, I think the mask thing is fine. Once, is, like, once in a while, nuance matters, and now, now is the exactly. time where it's it matters It's not all most. black and white. It's, there are shades. Well, unless you're buying masks for Joe Biden, then it's all black every time. <laughs> and, there, and there are shades there, too. Yeah. <laughs> they just happen to be aviators. <laughs> but yeah, like I, uh, I'm i with you, Justin. I'm kind of, I don't know, like Kim and I were just having this conversation. We're just like, everybody's getting tired of it. Y'all get, you know, we're social creatures. We need, fever. Yeah. we need to be able to to do more and there's nothing wrong with feeling that way and wanting that and stuff but there's also nothing wrong with trying to do it as safely as you can or reasonably yeah. as you can or you know mm -hmm. the best you can it's this idea that we have to like plant a flag and move no further is real weird to me i yeah i just right. don't get why the conversation isn't about like where we are in the road to opening things up mm -hmm. like we can be stalled on the road right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like but let's say we're stalled sure like that's that's the one thing that kind of frustrates me when i look at like you know hey like california we did our job we we flattened the curve that was you know mm -hmm. that was the goal yeah and so cool yeah. um you know and again it's not that bad for me because i've worked from home before I was born in the darkness. You merely adopted it. <laughs> <laughs> Take back your city, God. Take back your city. 
Um, yeah, I uh, I wish there was more focus on that, but hey, we're polarized. So that's what polarized communities do. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I, I, I put up a thing on Twitter yesterday just because I knew it was going to be a thing. Mm. I was like, you know, because we reported our lowest daily death total since like the end of March. Yeah, basically yeah. yesterday. Saw that. That was good. Uh, and I'm like, hey, look at this good news. Yeah. And I was about to qualify it. Yeah, because I've been watching these numbers for months. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, I know that on weekends and on Mondays, that's when we report our lowest totals for whatever reason, you know, as things kind of catch up from the weekend, these are our lowest totals. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was going to qualify it. And then I'm like, no, <laughs> I will instead just put it out as totally unqualified good news. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll just see what happens. And yeah. it was like the first comment was like, like, yeah, like, don't get too excited. Low total over the weekend. And it's like, yeah, but we've had a lot of low totals over a lot of weekends. and They haven't been this low. Yeah. Sometimes. Oh, you know what it's like? I think I got the good comparison. It's like when you've got an idea and it's a great idea and you know it's a good idea, but you still feel like you have to ask everybody in the room because if they don't feel like they're involved then why did you have him here in the first place? So you say, hey, Bill, yeah. what would you do to this? Mm -hmm. Even if Bill, I'm sorry, Bill Duran, I'm not trying to use your name in vain, but even if yeah. this Bill guy, let's call him William, at your meeting, oh, yeah. has all the best intentions, and it, even if he in his he head goes, I already agree with this completely, it's 100% good. I, he, there's, there's no way he's not going to say something like, well, maybe we could do, because that's what people do. Yeah. So yeah. it's impossible to ever do that anymore. It drives me crazy. You can't say anything without somebody going, well, actually, even if it's just not one simple factual thing. Like, I'm, I don't mind those where I'll just say, ah, the word butthole came from the ancient uh, Mayans. Okay, if that's wrong and someone says, no, sorry, Scott, you're wrong. I'm cool with the black and white wrongs, right? Binary yeah. wrong and right, no problem. Let's do it. Correct or incorrect, got it. But if it's like, you know, this nuanced thing of like, Oh, you think the second wave is going to be bad? Let me tell you about how we're working on the third one. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, we are definitely in. We are in gold, a golden era for doom fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like nobody wants to be wrong about everybody is betting now that they would rather be correct on the apocalypse than. <laughs> than wrong on salvation yeah right yeah yeah I, I, I mean i don't know i hope one day we can all look back on it and go oh man remember that that was something anyway i've been watching a lot of community and like i do i hope that it's just one of those crazy community episodes where like everything goes crazy one episode and the next episode they're like hey remember when that crazy thing happened and then mm, they right. just kind of move all on. back to normal yeah yeah, yeah. kind of do i kind of i mean i hate to say it but i kind of hope for that um, all right. Well, uh, as always, uh, Jerry's not just found here on Tuesdays. That'd be weird. He's got all kinds of other cool stuff going on. And uh, I thought we'd let you have a moment here to tell us all about it. What's going on this week? Uh, yeah. You know, um, uh, we got uh, politics, politics, politics has been uh, rolling on. We're on the march to a thousand patrons. So if, if you enjoy the show, then, uh, uh, you know, awesome. go ahead and think about supporting it. But also, if you haven't listened to the show in a while, I feel like it's uh, evolved uh, a little bit this week. We're going to be uh, beginning a series of, uh, of vetting some of the potential Biden uh, vice presidents, taking a look at their past and uh, possible uh, attack lines from 
uh, of the, the Trump team and whether or not we think they are the person that they will pick. So we're going to take a look at Gretchen Whitmer this week and uh, we're going to have a, a pretty cool interview. So go ahead and check out PX3. And of course, I'm streaming live here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young. And it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, right after TMS. Yeah, I'll uh, we'll do a raid today, everybody, and send people over your way. Have a fantastic day. See ya, uh, bruv. See ya. Bye now. See ya. Brubs. He called us brubs. 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 I, like, I watched uh, yeah. some real garbage TV this last weekend. It was uh, <laughs> Oh, good. You need Fox. a little of Brian. You're watching good stuff, and you got the bad stuff. I like exactly. it. Exactly. I had to see this because it seemed like it would be such a train wreck, and it was. It's uh, Fox's new series, Ultimate Tag, or Extreme Tag, or something like that. It's I a, heard about this somewhere. Is, yes. it, is it as bad as it sounds? Because it is, it is America. It is so American Gladiators. If you miss American Gladiators and you feel like God, I, I sure wish there was something like American Gladiators now, this is basically American Gladiators. They've even got dumb names for the for the team of taggers that are like your weekly characters that you're going to be watching, like um, La Flair yeah. and the Boss, wow. and uh, wow, it's it's just like Nitro and stuff. But the um, <laughs> Uh, but the hosts are J.J. Watt, Watts, J.J. Watts. Don't know who that is. Let me look football, him up. Football player. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Is it Watts or yeah, Watt? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, American football player, Houston Texans, that guy. Okay. And his two brothers, uh, T.J. and Derek. <laughs> uh, T.J. Watt. Oh, also played uh, for the yeah. Steelers. Yeah, T.J. and Derek Watt. Okay. Um, completely launching the, the phrase for me, bromentators. These are absolutely the way they just carry themselves. Even if they weren't brothers, they are absolutely bromentators. Oh, did you see the way you took him down? Yeah, bro. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did this get reviewed at all? I'm curious if anyone, uh, I mean, I'm hearing your review now and I'll bet, I'll bet this is just, is it the kind of garbage you want to watch though? Like you're going to keep it up with it? It is the kind it? of garbage you want to watch. You know how, how you kind of feel, a little guilty when you watch something like American Ninja <laughs> yeah. Warrior. Yeah, I do. I do. I but you to... watch it anyway. It's like, well, I don't want to. I don't want something that I have to pay a lot of attention to. Well, that's how American Gladiator was for me when I was growing up. It was. I remember watching yeah. that, going, "Oh, they're going to pull out the ear, the ear things again. The big, um, what are those called? Yeah, the Q-tips. Q-tips. The, pugil- the uh, whatever those are called, pug- no, pugilist sticks. Whatever, whatever those are, where they're going to fight with these Q-tips on top of these things, and it's going to be great. <laughs> and I remember at the time, even just knowing that, yeah, this is bad. What I'm watching yeah. is bad. Yeah. But I don't care. Sometimes you got to watch bad stuff. Exactly. Oh, you take that back, Shaggy Maha. Please. Holy Moly is great only because of the brilliance of Robert Riggle. Wait, what is Holy Moly? I don't even know what it is. Holy Moly is is a miniature golf competition show that knows it's goofy and just leans hard into it. And it is Robert Riggle is one of the commentators, and it's like I love Rob Riggle. It's like the brilliance of Fred Willard, rest in peace, and um uh, in best in show. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, it is. You, yeah. You got me yeah. there then I'm in, I would like to Le- see this. Holy moly knows it's, it's goofy. Uh, ultimate tag or extreme tag or whatever it is. Ultimate tag has not figured it out yet. <laughs> so is this an actual reality show of people playing miniature golf? It's not. Yes. A, okay. So it's not I, the way they have this on IMDb. It looks like a comedy. 
Like it is, it's hilarious. Well, I it don't is, mean that. Uh, I mean, I mean more like yeah, a scripted it comedy. A, it is a reality show of people playing miniature golf, but it's it is uh, people who are self proclaimed miniature golf experts, and again, they lead lean hard into those characters. They're being like goofy uh, golf pro versions of miniature golf huh. people. Um, holy moly is worth seeing an episode of you'll you'll laugh your head off just at robert riggle himself because he's as was we were Ste- saying stephen curry's it. in this what's he doing in there oh, Who? He's, uh... oh steph curry has a there's a hole where uh um steph you can either choose to have a robot finish the hole for you or have steph curry finish the hole for you <laughs> depending on who's closest to the pin <laughs> wow all right, I, you have me interested. I like Rob Riggle a lot. Watch, that dude. Watch one up. episode of Holy Moly, you'll you'll get a real kick out of it. Right. Maybe not so much an episode of Ultimate Tag, but because uh, the way they do their poster, it actually looks like a movie. Like there's yeah, they like have a poster that's, cup, you know, <laughs> says Holy Moly Two, the sequel. I'm like, well, wait a minute, that's right. you just season two? Is that what you mean? I guess there oh, are yeah, two seasons. Steph Curry's uh, production company. But uh, LC Knights is not in season two. Steph Curry's not in season two, or Robert Riggle's not in se- who what's not in season two? Because that might that might seal the deal like well, that might make me stop watching. Season two. Oh. He has a broken hand. So no Steph Curry. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah, but Rob Riggle's still in there. And same with the other Rob guy, Riggle's Joe Testerone, Testosterone, or whatever his name is. Vinny Testosterone. Testosaur or something. <laughs> Steph Curry's animated. I will see again. That's like uh, that's that's great. It's it's even better. He's yeah. a cartoon in there. Jeez. Okay, I'm in. John Lovitz does it instead, so it's no, still. No, they're talking. He's making a joke. He's the John Lovitz. Is, they're making a joke about news radio, I think. Aren't they? Is that what that is? No, I think they're saying John Lovitz does it instead. A couple people now. So John Lovitz is now the pro who can finish the hole for oh, you. Oh, I thought they were saying, I thought they were making a news radio joke, which is a. That's when that right. show took a dump. But When Phil Hartman, uh, yeah. Yeah, Phil Hartman got shot, there. and then they put John Lovitz in there. And it was bad. Oh, after God. That. Okay, John Lovitz. Uh, the, oh, I'm I am so sold now. I can't wait. I've been DVRing, uh, DVRing those uh, holy moly. So I can't wait to watch season two now. <laughs> it says it says he's a pirate. So wait, John Lovitz is a pirate. I don't know. Okay, that's great. Oh, this totally got derailed. Anyway. It did, but in the best way possible. Okay. Yes. All right. So watch an episode of Holy Moly. You'll uh, if that's my that's my super quick recommend. I'm sure that's on. Uh, it's on Hulu, Hulu probably. Probably Hulu. There you go. Yeah. Probably Hulu. Or unless it's CBS. Right that's... there by uh, uh, Parasite, which you haven't watched yet. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Can't wait to learn all about that Parasite. You're waiting for... Uh... <laughs> English dub. You're waiting for your brother. <laughs> I'm waiting for a dub. <laughs> oh, seriously? I'm not, not really. You... I'm not. Okay. I just haven't gotten around to it. I'll get to it. I will. All right. All right. Here's the this. This is a uh, yes. mashup. It's uh, technically a bonus one, not technically a, a Monday one, but... It's a pretty good one. It's uh, poorly remembered stuff with uh, with Scott and Brian. The name of this is Rim Job Rim Job Jimmy John. <laughs> so enjoy that. Here you go. TMS. It should just be called Scott and Brian poorly remember <laughs> shit. That's about right. I love the Beta Ray Bill. Um, oh, what was this called? Not Stormbreaker. Yeah, a different Stormbreaker name. is the new one. Lizard Stick. 
no? Yeah, that's what it is, lizard stick. Okay. Space a... lizard stick. Space, horse face stick. Space horse, horse face lizard stick. With, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? <laughs> yes, with, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, can't think of his name all of a sudden. Jerry Lewis, no. Jim Bob uh, Freno. Tim, Tim, Tim Cook. Uh, uh, Tim Cook. Tim, Timothy Cookery. What is his freaking name? <laughs> Guy Pierce. It's a short I'm name like that. It's like Guy yes, Pierce, Rock Hudson, uh, Remo Williams, The Mist. <laughs> that never helps me, by the way. I'm going to just let you know right now. <laughs> it's not helping me either. That's with the Groot stick, Groot arm, and uh, I like it. Dinklage. Well, yeah, what was Dinklage his rock. What's his character's name? Of Etrigan? Etrigan? Gargantuan? Gurgling, 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 Larry? I don't have no idea. Etrig. Etrig. Etrig, right? Etrig. E-I-T-R-I. Etrig. Not Etrig. King of the Dwarves. King of the Dwarves! They always think it's him, but it's not. No, it's the other guy. Main guy. Yeah. Dead guy. What's his name? Not Steiger. No. Rod, Ron, Rim, Job, Jimmy John. Yeah, that's exactly right. Rim, Job, Jimmy John. Lupita, Lupita... Ding a dong, ring rong. What's her name? Uh, uh, she twelve years a slave lady. She was in. Um, uh-huh. She was in uh, uh, Black Panther. Lupita Ding a dong. Whatever it is. Twelve years of Lupita Ding dong. I think is pretty good too. <laughs> I can never remember her freaking name. What's his name? Who's the guy? Who's the, the psychiatrist? Guy that would always bring in the uh, the psychiatrist. The one uh, where he figured out the chicken was a baby with. Right. Uh, Sonny Vaughn, Jewish man. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that something like that? What was his name? Sher- Bern- uh, Sherple? 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 Bernie. Um, Bernie? Bernie Sherple. Bernie Sherple. That's it exactly, yes. <laughs> I don't Can remember. Did it before the chat room. Is yeah, the, question. the chat room. Sippy? Sydney. Oh, it's said Sippy. Oh, yeah. Sydney Freeman. Sippy Sherple. Sippy Sherple. All right, sure. Sydney, Sydney Freeman. Got it. Sippy <laughs> uh, Sherple. Why was that never a title? I don't know if we were doing titles back then. That Shipper-able. was an old clip, so who knows? I like that Luke Skywalker uh, tries to solve it. No, Nyong'o. Like, he's going to give the answer to the recording of us. Yeah. We're trying to come up with the name. Yeah, let us... Um, what you need is a time machine so you can go back and tell us while we're talking about it at the time technically on that one i knew it was lupita nyong'o and i was really just waiting for scott to figure it out yeah it was sometimes we do that we like to play that little game right yeah it's fun it's usually it's usually me being that dumb but (laughs) anyway that was great tms mashups jamie brand thank you for that tms mashups those are my favorite the Scott and Brian trying to remember stuff mashups because yeah. they're so damn embarrassing. They're pretty good. Anyway, keep that good, good work up. And if you give him a follow on Twitter, he'd sure appreciate it. That's at TMS mashups. Yeah. So check that out. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show today. We have uh, Thursday, all, or sorry, Wednesday. All <laughs> Days are all mixed up. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We got Wednesday. We got all the stuff we do on Wednesdays. Looking forward to that. Uh, we hope you guys are as well. Um, what else do I need to tell people? That's it. Uh, hold on. Tuesday today. What's going on? What do I have? I can't think of anything. It doesn't well, what matter. What do you do on Tuesdays? I'll just say stuff on Twitter if I have something. I have meetings and things, and that's why I'm in this nice shirt. I have an, like an important meeting today, a Zoom meeting. Mm. And I want. Oh, nice. So you want to look professional? So what do you wear? What's down below? Just a pair of jeans. I was thinking about going shorty shorts or underwear, but I'm wearing jeans. Oh. <laughs> See, I got jeans and and these shoes on even. Oh wow, you wore shoes. Yeah. Why well, are you wearing shoes? They're in the kind house? of house shoes. I mean, it's also freezing. Down Those here. are not house shoes. Like they, slippers or house shoes. Well, Those are like lace up. Yeah, they're shoe shoes. You're right. But the yeah. but the, the it's cold down here. This floor is made of of uh, vinyl and cement, and then it's cold. 
Even though do it's going to be 80 have, today. Do you not have slippers? Uh, none that I care to. I'm like Trump with the mask. I look dumb in slippers. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Tim's the only person who's going to see, but all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Your slippers won't show up on Zoom. No, you're right. They won't. Unless I sit funny, but I'm not going to do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll wear, wear slippers. I don't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to be complete today. Okay. All right. You, you know, feel, feel, feel more professional. Yeah. Right? I wanted when to you're feel dressed. Okay. complete done all right and all sure. put together and stuff i'm not tucked in the shirt is not tucked in oh whoa i know <laughs> i know maybe i could wow. i could rectify that before the meeting all right uh i'm that's... not even wearing socks <laughs> oh really wow you're, bare, barefoot. you're barefoot and pregnant downstairs fantastic like shirt shorts service that's it that's all i'm doing no shirt no shoes no problem is what you said <laughs> no dice no yeah, dice exactly. All right, that's it. Patreon.com slash TMS if you would like to support this show and all of its goings-on. Uh, we do bonus content. We do uh, everything. You get all kinds of cool stuff. You get bonus stuff at the top and bottom of every show every day in its mm -hmm. own little RSS feed. Can't get that any other way. So head on over and check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS and get some monthly art, some other cool things. It's all kinds of stuff, so go check it out. All right, uh, that's it. Um, what else? Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Send those... Happy, angry, in-between emails to themorningstream at gmail.com, themorningstream at gmail.com. Whichever one of the seven dwarves you are, send us an email. Yeah, we don't care. We take all the comers. That's right. All right, Brian, let's play a song and get out of here. What do you got? Sure, this one's going out to Mike from Perth in Western Australia. It says, hi, Scott and Brian. Hello, Scott and Brian. Uh, this year, I thought I would do something crazy and fly to L.A., drive up the West Coast to Seattle, and attend PaizoCon at the end of May. I purchased tickets in January, so I wouldn't have to worry about it. And then, well, you know, and then. Uh, today is my birthday. This was yesterday, and I would have been celebrating the end of an amazing trip. Instead, I'm at home. Please cheer me up with this great cover from Triple J's Like Aversion Archives. Stay awesome, Mike. Coder Mike or kick the table when he's in chat. Nice. Well, first off, happy birthday now. Your birthday was yesterday in our world which means in australia it was like two weeks ago i think is the way that works <laughs> yeah you've got that sure yeah we live on jupiter like so it's like uh, 84 hour days and things like that it's yeah. something like that yeah, yeah exactly but man that is a fun that's a fun drive going up the uh the pacific coast highway team and i've done that drive we didn't reverse started in seattle and then made our way down the coast to los angeles mm -hmm. and it was such a blast it was so nice yeah. lighthouses and seaside beach carnival areas i mean little little uh amusement parky kind of things yeah. Yeah. um it anyway, all, it was all sounds good yeah uh his request is the client liaison cover the band is client liaison cover <laughs> all right. of christine anu's party and regurgitators exclamation point the song formerly known as those are all words arranged in the right order you're not going to get them in a better order because that all makes sense there's a song called party by a singer named christine anu there's a song called exclamation point in parentheses the song formerly known as done by regurgitator this is the band client liaison and their cover of it for triple j from uh, triple j's like version 11 from 2015 here is client liaison pink shoes styling up cause I'm wearing something new 
With the girl, I got her eyes up off the ground Keeping in time to the rhythm of my city sounds Why don't you come join my party We'll move it to the break of dawn I gotta hear that music ringing The black band singing now for everyone to come The word is out, drift on down, come on and have some fun Tie your hair up, let your hair down, bringing everywhere Young and old, gather around, hear the laughter in the air Why don't you come join my party We'll move it till the break of dawn Come on! show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Let's be really honest.